Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Heidi B, and on this show, we'll talk truth on tough topics to help you normalize and navigate the junk and invite you to choose epic joy on the daily. Because let's be honest, life gets to be a whole lot of both. We'll jam on beliefs, breakups, body image, and so much more to create breakthroughs and become the truest you. Like my mama B always says, put a smile on your face and joy in your heart. Let's start. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I've got a solo jam for you today, and I'm so excited to talk about this topic because I've been feeling this in my body for the last couple of days, just like unmotivated, kind of stuck, Like everything feels kind of hard. And I think that comes from a lot of different places. So I thought if I've been feeling this way, then I'm sure there's some of you who have been feeling this way too. And I really, really started to unlock this this morning when I decided to reframe and take action on what I've been feeling, to acknowledge where I'm at, to acknowledge what's possible for me, and to really, you know, remind myself that it gets to be easy. Life gets to be easy. We just have to shift the hard into our health, our healing, and our happiness. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And, you know, we've been conditioned. We have conditioned ourselves to stay in the comfort zone and to shortcut things as much as possible. We just have. And then we wonder why it never sticks. We wonder why our healthy habits or our good moods or making progress in our lives, really making, designing the life that we desire, why it doesn't stick. And I truly believe it's because we divert to what we know rather than explore and let ourselves grow. We get stuck in what we know rather than exploring what we grow. And We have to remember that practice makes progress. We are never shooting for perfection. We think that we are, but we're not. We're shooting to be perfectly imperfect, perfectly imperfect. And I think that so many times we take on the beliefs and the habits of people that surround us or society instead of really taking time to really know and grow who we are and what we desire for ourselves. So remember that your flaws, your flaws make you fascinating. Your flaws make you fabulous. They make you uniquely you. And this is really, really important. So have you ever heard the phrase, take the easy way out? Essentially, it's the shortcut, right? But when we take the shortcut, we miss out on all of the incredible views and really experiencing what's on the longer path sometimes. You know, I think about this drive that I used to take to work here in California. Um, I'm in California right now visiting where I used to live. And every day on my way to work, I had a bunch of different ways that I could go. I could go the shortcut, which was just the direct route, which was the the kind of inland highway that there's, there's really no scenery. It's just a highway. Or I could take the coastal highway, but it would take me probably another 15, 20 minutes to go that direction. So I always chose the shortcut. I always chose the fastest way possible, the quickest route, really. And and I really think that that comes from that deep conditioning that we have been taught, like, go the fastest route, be more productive. Happiness comes from being more productive and, and, and getting things done faster. And instead of really like, just like 
relishing in this slowness and this stillness and all the things that come with taking our time. And when I would take the coastal highway, I found that my mood was boosted. The streets were slower paced and not so much traffic and lined with amazing views, amazing palm trees, the, you know, crashing of the waves and surfers and um, just these really cute beach cities and beach towns. And I just felt so much more energized when I slowed down and took the longer route. And I love the phrase, the easy way out, because it couldn't be further from the truth. You guys, we are addicted to using everything outside of ourselves to make us feel better. We're addicted to this. We're addicted to the easy way out. We're addicted to the money, the relationships, the body, the house, and the list goes on and on and on. Because the easy way out is to let somebody else make me happy or something else make me happy. Instead of me actually doing the work, taking time, pacing it out, figuring out who the hell I am, it takes longer than these quick fixes, right? But in reality, the easy way, uh, if you want to actually win, the easy way is taking time for yourself. We've been making it really hard, really hard on ourselves for decades, believing that when I get this thing, when this thing happens, when, 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 conditional conditioning, conditional conditioning, when this, then that. You can use this phrase with anything that you have coming up right now. Oh, well, when this, then I'll be happy. When this, then I'll be relaxed. When this, then blah, 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 blah. And so we stay in this conditional conditioning. And and in doing that, we've missed the easy way. Simply taking care of what is on the inside. Addressing what's at the emotional root cause of what we really need. So once we take care of the emotional needs, love, safety, connection, once we meet those on our own, the rest of the external things fall into place in perfect timing. But we've become obsessed with trying to force them to happen. For instance, instead of showing up as yourself to attract a partner, right? Getting to know yourself, falling in love with yourself first. This is a mistake that I made time and time again. Instead of falling in love with yourself first, doing the things that light you up, showing up to these dates or or community gatherings or whatever it is where we meet people these days, showing up as you're the true form of yourself, we try so hard to get them to like us. And then they end up getting that version of us who is constantly changing who we are to fit their needs to fit their desires, to fit this mold of the perfect girlfriend or the perfect boyfriend or the perfect partner. And eventually, eventually, once we spend enough time together, it becomes really difficult to keep up this act of people pleasing and making you happy and doing things that make you happy. And eventually you start showing your true colors and your partner is going to get confused when you begin to show your true colors day in and day out. And that creates 
conflict. That creates conflict. So let's get it right from the get-go. Let's get it right from the get-go and show up as our true selves, not who we think other people want us to be, not who society says that you need to be in order to attract a partner. There's millions and millions and millions and millions of people out there who are just wanting, desiring to be accepted as they are, and they just want to meet a partner who's willing to be authentically themselves. That's the true love connection. Another example is the diet and exercise games. You guys have heard me talk about this before. I've fallen into that trap many a times, but no more. We jump on the next fad diet and fitness plan, even though we hate it, even though we don't believe in it, because we think that we need the body to get love, acceptance, confidence. And then a few things might happen. You fall off the train after two to six weeks because it's not sustainable, first of all. Most of them are not. Or you start to self-sabotage your way out of it, out of a game plan that, that may work for you because your beliefs are not aligned with your behaviors. It's an emotional game, you guys. You can't burpee your way to happiness, right? You can't push up your way to happiness. You can't keto or paleo or carb, carb your way to happiness. Okay. Um, those behaviors fix themselves. They correct themselves when you have fixed your beliefs, when you have course correct your beliefs. Or another thing that might happen is you'll push, you'll hustle, you're, you'll force yourself to do something that doesn't really make you happy, that isn't in alignment with your true self. You'll lose the weight. This was my version. You'll lose the weight. And once you get to your goal weight, you'll still be searching for the love. You'll still be searching for the acceptance. You'll still be searching for the confidence. And then it becomes a game of it's still not enough. Now I'm 110 pounds and, you know, a ridiculous low percentage of body weight or this kind of muscle tone. I've got all the dents that I want to have and I still can't do the things that make me happy. I still can't show up as my true authentic self, because now I've adopted this identity of I'm the girl that works out, that hustles, that forces, that has so much willpower. And then you got to maintain that. So even when you're at your quote unquote goal weight, we are still not creating this version of ourselves that we actually truly are living in. So it still feels hard. We make this so complicated and difficult on ourselves. So let's choose a new perspective on the word hard. Okay. When we hear that something is hard, our brain immediately goes to work to try everything in its power to deter us from this option. That's because our busy brains are hardwired for safety and comfort. Our brains are telling us like, hold on, that's going to take a lot of work hold on. That's going to take a lot of choice. That's going to take a lot of commitment, girl. Are you sure you want to sign up for this? What if you die? What if people don't like you? What if you don't fit in? What if you can't lift enough weight? What if you can't, what if you don't know the answer? What if you don't get the promotion? What if you, and our brains go to work and they overrule and override our heart's desires for healing, health, and happiness. This is so important. This is so important. So remember that words only have the meaning that we give them. So 
most of us have adopted the word hard to mean two things. It either means it's as hard as a rock, right? It's not soft. Or it means uh, it's, it's difficult, maybe even sometimes feels impossible. It comes with feelings of what? Frustration, pain, resistance, maybe? Okay, great. Yes, that's, I said it. That's great. That's great. So what if you were guaranteed that after every difficult, impossible seeming thing, frustrating thing, pain, resistance, what if after every hard experience, you were guaranteed to receive healing, health, or happiness, or maybe even all three? What if the only way you could fully receive what you desire is through the tough stuff? And it's guaranteed. What would you do? Would you do it? Come on, guys. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. I sure as hell am motivated by that. You know, most of the things that we have the chance to do, be, and experience as humans, we think, and and we think that they're hard. It's actually pretty simple. We just choose to hold on to the complications and really choose fear from the busy brain as our easy way out. This is truly the easy way out. When we are paralyzed by fear and we let the false definition of difficulties, of hard, transform and just determine what we're going to do next. So think about it. You can wear that bikini right now. Put it on, go out in the sun and enjoy yourself. But you won't do it because you're worried about what someone else might think. Oh my gosh, what if somebody sees me? What are they going to think? Blah, 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 blah. All these fears pop up. You know, you can have that conversation with your family member right now, the difficult family member that maybe you have a difficult time connecting with, or they just never see eye to eye with you. You can have those tough conversations right now and start living in your alignment, even if they disagree, but you don't because you're afraid that they will love you less. And it's just not true. It's just not true. You can move your body every single day, eat food that gives you more energy and helps you make, make you feel more alive, but you don't because you've subscribed to the story that it's hard to do that. It's time that we change our relationship and stories around things being hard and recognize that hard equals change, equals up-level, equals growth, equals strength, empowerment, excitement, and contributes to designing the life we desire. I heard Jay Shetty speak last week, and he said, it's not about what this year will bring you, but it's about what you will bring this year. Oh, my soul. I love that. I think that so many people had this sense of entitlement and hope that when the clock strikes midnight and we dive into 2021 or a new year in general, that all of the aches, pains, annoyances, hard stuff would melt away and we'd have a brand new bright beginning just because. But this is where we go wrong every year. We wait and wait and wait and wait to create our great instead of choose to reset, re-energize, and chip away at the hard stuff every single day. Or how many of you get mid-year and then it's like, well, 
I'll just wait until next year. You know, we're so far along. I might as well just kind of like forget about it. I'll reset my goals and my dreams and put my life on hold until next year because next year it will be better. We have to get out of this mindset. Your new year starts every single day with the decision to either get closer to or further from the person that you want to be and the life that you want to live. So what's in the way of where you are now and where you want to be? I'm going to ask you again, write this down. What is in the way of where you are now and where you want to be? What hard things do you get to face with micro actions daily, keeping it simple and having a new perspective that the the tough stuff is your teacher and the pain is the gain? You know, I went for a jog this morning and it felt hard. I'm going to be honest. It felt really hard. My body was talking to me and my brain was blasting nonsense the whole time. And then I remembered that these moments that feel hard are getting me to the healthiest, happiest, most healed version of myself. And then boom, the adrenaline dropped in and I just had this turbocharge of excitement. Like, wow, if I'm guaranteed that the hard stuff is going to bring me more healing, health and happiness, I'm in. I'm all in for this, right? We have to remember that pushing the edges expands our capacity. It, can, it expands our capacity to live in the discomfort. It can expands our capacity for growth. And these things are so, so important. Again, when I first started running, when I first started running like 10 years ago, I could only run for two minutes, right? I could only run for two minutes, but that was two minutes further than I had ever ran before. And then the next week I'd run for four minutes and then the next week, eight minutes and then 16, just adding a little bit more each week. Why? Because my ability to feel the discomfort, to feel uncomfortable, to respond to the pains and the aches and the voices in my head more than anything reached a new level every week because I pushed that edge. So maybe you want to create more confidence within yourself and you've had a hard time being seen by others, right? You love consuming things on social media, but you very rarely do you post a photo of yourself or a video. You do one of my, you know, super fun weirdo Wednesday lip syncs. You see those every single Wednesday, but you look at that and wish that you could show up like that, but it feels hard. Is that hard? No, it just feels that way because of the story that we've put on it and the weight of worthiness, the weight of worthiness consumes the reality that we have. Is it hard to press play on your camera to dance to a song and post it? No, it just feels that way because you've decided that it is. It's very simple but our fears get in the way. We aren't sure if we can handle it. We aren't sure if we can handle the unexpected. Oh no, will will someone comment? Will someone laugh? Will somebody think I'm weird even though they're never gonna say it to you? We let that take over 
we let that scared part of our brain take over the desires in our heart to just let loose, sing a song, be part of a community, have a good time. You know, we aren't sure that we can handle the emotions that would come up being vulnerable and doing something that we desire. So we have to heal the worthiness wounds created from decades ago if we want life to feel easier. Just feel easier. Because the truth is, things aren't harder. They feel harder because of the emotional currency that we put on them. All right, so how do we shift that perspective? Let's use the word hard as our acronym. That's easy to remember, right? So H-A-R-D. Let's break it down. And anytime that something feels hard, difficult, I'm not sure if I am ready to go there. I want you to use this acronym to break it down and take action. Okay. So the H is honesty. Let's get real. Is this something that you can physically do? It just feels emotionally hard due to that emotional block. Can you show up anyway? Can you physically perform this task? in some way, shape, or form. So the H is honesty. Let's get honest. Let's keep it real. The A is award. What's on the other side of the hard? Is it worth it? Does it contribute to your why? For example, I've got my worthy, my, my worth it words for 2020. Some of you guys have heard me talk about this. My worth it words for 2020, one are celebrate, vibrate, and create. So anytime something feels difficult, I get honest with it. And then the award is, is this difficult thing? If I move through this, is this going to contribute to my celebration, to my vibration and to my creation? Heck yeah. For instance, the run today, the award here is I got to celebrate as soon as I finished. I was like, I did it. I was kind of astonished. I was really proud of myself. So I got to celebrate what did I create? I created a step towards a healthier version of myself. I created a lot of energy in my body. I created a lot of excitement. I created a lot of trust and my vibration was through the roof. So really ask yourself with the award, what's on the other side of this hard and does it contribute to my worth it words? Or some people call it their why. The R in hard is reframe. I want you to use this phrase that one of my mentors gave to me. It gets to be easy. It gets to be easy. What statement does your fear need to hear for you to take action? Use the voice of your highest self. Drop in, touch base with that version of you. Visualize this version of you that is standing right where she wants to stand in all of her confidence and all her truth and all her authenticity and let her speak. What would she say in this moment? Would she say, go get it. You got this. This is, this is for you. This is going to uplevel your life. What would she say? I believe in you. I believe in you. I want this for you. What would she say? And then use the phrase, it gets to be easy. It gets to be easy today. Wow. It gets to be easy, Heidi. Just lace up your shoes and hit the pavement literally that easy. We just make it hard. And then the D of hard is declare and share. I want you to take this step very seriously. I want you to state it out loud. I'm going 
I'm doing this today and I'm excited to step into my greatness and I want you to be specific. So I'm doing what, what are you doing today? I'm going for a jog today. I'm making a healthy breakfast today. I'm cleaning my closet today and I'm excited to step into my greatness. I want you to state it out loud. I want you to say it out loud, not just in your head and feel the vibration in your body as you declare what you are going to claim for yourself. I'm doing this because I'm committed to my healing, health, and happiness. That's a big one for me. Declare that. I'm doing, I'm going for this run because I am committed to my healing, health, and happiness. And then the share part. This is a two-parter. Declare and share. Once you declare it, you need to share it. I want you to text a friend or a family member or a loved one or do a story on social media. Allow social media for to work for you. Don't let it work you. There's so much comparison syndrome going on. Let it work for you. Once you post that you're going to go do something, okay, it got really real, really fast. So post on social media. I'm going to do this today. And then I'm excited to step into my greatness. I'm doing this today because I'm committed to my healing, health, and happiness. And I'll check in with you guys when I get back. Then share again, when you've completed the task, Share how you feel after doing that, what it looks like, what it feels like. Take a picture of it. Take a picture of yourself. And um, you can use me. DM me at Joyfully Be. I'll be your accountability buddy. Or post it on your social and tag me at Joyfully Be so I can give you a massive, massive shout out and be so excited with you and share that vibration, share that energy. My challenge for you is to start today. This doesn't have to be something like, building a house. Okay. It can be one thing that you've been avoiding or that has been getting in the way of your great for a while and taking micro action. This is one small step in the direction of where you want to go. Your goal is, is if your goal is to climb Mount Everest, the first thing that you have to do is start climbing the stairs at home. Okay. Let's be honest. And you're going to need to climb those stairs at home for quite some time before we're hitting the top of Everest, right? But the point is to take micro action. Maybe you want to eat healthier. The first step is to buy the cookbook or look on Pinterest or make the grocery list with the things one step at a time. Maybe the clutter in your office is creating stress, anxiety, overwhelm in in, in your business, and you want to feel more clarity. So let's focus on one drawer in your desk, not the entire office, okay? The goal is to win here. Small wins every single day. Do something that you've never done or something that you haven't done in a while and that you're not sure if you can still do. Maybe maybe you want to dance more, but you've never taken one dance class. Can you get online and go to, I love following this guy, the fitness marshal. Holy smokes. Free on YouTube, fun songs. It's just you and him staring at your computer and, uh, and you can learn how to dance in a really fun aerobic way, right? Stop holding ourselves back. Our bodies can handle so much more than our minds. Your body believes in you. So start to set set new standards and step into this with no rules, no judgment, just show up, just show up. Lastly, I know that it can feel hard to push the edges. 
So if you're looking for a community that will support you through the messy moments and truly start to find healing, health, and happiness, even when it feels difficult in the new year, we have a few more spots open for my nine-month transformational sisterhood called SOAR. You will not be alone. You will be fully supported every single day, every single week, and every single month for nine months. We're going to have breath work. We're going to have body movement. We're going to have coaching. We're going to have socialized sessions. We're going to have so many things. It's your one-stop shop for healing, health, and happiness. It's nine months long. It's nine women, a small, intimate community to make sure that we push the needle forward on everywhere that you want to go. So getting clear on what the joy blocks are in your personal life and what hard stuff is really settling um, in your system, and then moving that every single week to create your great design the life that you desire. You don't have to do it alone anymore. Choose to take aligned action with the support and tools to stay on track in creating the life that you love. You deserve to be obsessed with your life. You really, really do. And it's possible when we just start chipping away, changing the perspective on all this stuff. If you're interested in SOAR, message me today on Instagram at joyfullyb. Or you can find me on Facebook at Heidi B. You can always email me at Heidi, H-E-I-D-I dot joyfully B, B-E-E at gmail.com. And all that information is on joyfullyb.com, my website as well. So just to recap, my loves, just to recap, it gets to be easy when we shift the hard in healing, health, and happiness. And we're going to take these steps to shift by being honest, having the award, reframing, and then declare and share. So I cannot wait for you guys to start tagging me in your declare and share moments as you move, shift, and change your heart into healing, health, and happiness. Have an amazing, amazing day, my loves. Go out into the world, shine your light bright, and love yourselves healthy. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love what you heard, please take a quick second to screenshot this episode and share it with someone that you know would love it. Connecting with you brings sunshine to my soul. So let's continue the conversation on Instagram at joyfullyb. Drop me a message, question, or share your own junk to joy story with me. Remember that joy is contagious. You can help me spread it by leaving a little buzz, aka a review, on Apple Podcast. To learn more about Cup of Joy the Podcast, and my soulful services, visit cupofjoythepodcast.com. Chat soon.